Hello, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Cam on Camera. I'm your host, Cameron Mann, and I have a very special episode for you guys today. We're going to cover episode five of WandaVision. Guys, this was a fantastic episode. The name of the, we're going to get right into it, guys. I'm wasting any time with this one. Um, we are going to be talking about WandaVision episode five that was entitled on a very special episode. I love these title names. Um, and in this episode, we jump to the 80s, another decade, guys. And this is very, very full house, which is hilarious. Because, you know, Elizabeth Olsen, obviously the star of WandaVision, who's the Wanda in WandaVision, Elizabeth Olsen, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who are her twin sisters, they were Michelle Tanner on Full House for seasons. So I think it's very, the opening credits are very, very, very reminiscent of the episode, uh, the title sequence for Full House in the 80s. Um with them playing in the in the in the grass and just everything very very reminiscent that's what they're going for for sure and with a hint of with the splash of roseanne family ties you know um so but let's go straight into the episode we're gonna do this chronologically because last time last review when i interviewed when i reviewed we interrupted this program which was episode four i was jumping all over the place we're gonna go in chronological order this time again a very huge big episode here but we're gonna start right off and get started into it guys so um so again like i said it jumps straight into the 80s jump jumps another decade one and vision are struggling to stop tommy and billy their twin their twin sons from crying agnes who we don't know much about a lot of people are saying is agatha harkness who in the comics is a witch so but she there is something going on with her you know, Captain Han is crushing it as Agnes. But in the last episode, they were able to find everybody's real identities that were cast, if you will, in this show. Um, but they weren't able to find Agnes's real identity. Which just leads to further speculation that she's, you know, because she's not human, which possible. Uh, um, I'm not really a huge, huge comic book reader, so I don't know anything about Agatha Harkness. But moving right along here, um, Agatha, not Agatha, <laughs> Agnes offers to help look at the after the boys. But Vision questions her behavior. That's right. There's just a sequence where, you know, where she goes. Should I take that from the top? So there's there's times she seems to be the most cognizant of what's actually going on. Perhaps, you know, should I take that from the top? Should it, you know, should I? Should I go again? Like, should I do another take? Almost like it's like a like like it's she she's acknowledging that she's in a show and she's aware, so she's fully cognizant of the fact that she's in a sitcom. Um, Vision catches that she's like, "What did you just not catch that, Wanda?" He she, he pulls her to the side, and she's like, "No, what do, what do you mean?" He's like, "She's acting strange. Like, can you not? Do you not see?" She's like, "Uh, she's just, you know." She's just being friendly, being, being neighborly. She wants to watch the boys. And Vision's starting to catch on that something is not right with this world, possibly. He and Wanda are interrupted when Tommy and Billy suddenly age up to five years old. That's like, it's just crazy. You know, they're talking, they're talking, they're talking. They stop, they hear the boys stop crying. And then one of them goes, one of the, either Billy or Tommy goes, Mommy, 
and they turn and they're they're sitting or standing by the steps and yeah they're suddenly five years old someone said a couple people have said that it's very interesting throughout the episode whenever they age whenever the boys age up the agnes is in the vicinity so is agnes aging them up are they controlling it because in the comics they both have abilities too wiccan and i forget the other son's name but it's like wiccan possibly aging them up it's agnes aging them up um you know do the boys have any control over that we uh, it's very and are the boys even real that's the thing are like did she actually give birth or is this just part of the illusion so many questions with them um anyway <laughs> when a dog appears at their house the boys ask to keep it and agnes su- suggests the name sparky sparky is from the comics as well which i've learned from austin burke got a shout out austin burke's channel on youtube he was talking about in his review that Sparky is from the House of M comic, which is which WandaVision is loosely based off of. And in the comic, Sparky is brought back to life. But Sparky is directly from who's a dog that's directly lifted from the House of M comic line. Uh, comic the the the, 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 the that storyline, if you will. Um, Wanda almost reveals her abilities to Agnes concerning vision. While the boys age up again to 10 years old. Because they, they have that sequence, Wanda and Vision, you know, first of all, when she shows, she, she you know, produces a collar because Sparky didn't have a collar. And did, who manifested the dog, though? Some people are saying the boys manifested her. Some people are saying that Wanda did. But she didn't, she looked shocked to find a dog there. Like when they were trying to clean it and stuff, she looked shocked when it was in the sink and they were tr- trying to hide it. Um, but anyway, so going back to when she produces the collar with Agnes in the kitchen, Vision's like, you know, Wanda, you know, she could have seen, you know, she's like, we're usually on the same page here, Wanda, but you're, you know, what's going on with you? And then she changes the subject and talks about how, you know, my, your dad, your dad talking to the boys, your dad and I believe that, you know, you guys too young to have a dog, you know, you have to be at least, they're like 10 years old to be able to have a pet. And so what do the boys do? They age up themselves to 10 years old. So I, I I, do think it's the boys doing it. I don't think it's Agnes. I think it's them, I guess. Because as soon as she says, and then as soon as she says, you know, um, you have to be at least 10. It's just like, and then they both realize, oh, oh, no, 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 no. And then they, they age themselves up, man, to 10 years old. Just like that, it's like seamless. It's like, it's like, and you watch it. The visual cue of that is so good. Like how it shows. Like the the effects there are actually were pretty well done. I don't know how big their budget was for this show, but Disney got some money, man. So I'm not sure what the budget was, but it that looked really well done. Anyway, going back into the episode. At work, Vision reads an email from Sword that reveals the situation in Westview. He manages to break through to a real Westview resident and discovers, who is Norm, by the way, who discovers that Wanda's controlling the town. Yeah, that was an eerie sequence when he, he, you know, he puts his fingers to his temple, wakes him up, you know. And Norm, I forget the, the, the Norm's true identity in the show, but he's like, oh my gosh, 
uh, what's happening? You know, uh, I need to get my phone. I need to call my sister. You know, help me. She's doing. I can. I can hear her voice in my head. He's not saying it was Wanda's voice, but I'm assuming it's Wanda who she's who he's talking about. And so Vision's like, wait, what? Like she's she's scary. You know, she's she's in my head. I can hear her voice. And then all of a sudden, Vision, you know, tur- uh, does does it again. Puts his fingers to the Norm's temple, and you know, put, put uh, puts him back under, if you will. And so, I think that scares him. But he has a lot of questions now. Um, for Wanda, that's for sure. And Sword sends a drone from the '80s into Westview and attempts to kill Wanda on Hayward's orders. Hayward's the director of Sword, the acting director of Sword. And Wanda doesn't like that very much. Her eyes light up. That sequence, though, Monica, Monica, um, doesn't have anything against. I'm mean, not Wanda. Monica Rambota has nothing against Wanda. She knows that she's hurting. You know, she lost the love of her life and vision. And this episode, how can I forget about this? This episode, we learn that prior to the to 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 Westview happening. Wanda goes to Sword Headquarters and steals Vision's body and reanimates his corpse. So we learn that the Vision that we, whenever we see Vision, that is actually Vision. That's his corpse being reanimated by Wanda. Someone made a great point in one of my, I've been watching reactors react to this episode today. And so we have a great point. Like, why? Why does Sword have. Why did Sword have his body? You know, why? What were they trying to do with it? Um, and I'm like, that is a good question. <laughs> and we also learned that, you know, Vision and his will, he didn't want to be brought back. He didn't want to be used as a weapon, um, possibly. So she went against his, but Hayward was saying that. And Hayward's fishy, man. I... I don't get good vibes from him, so he could, Hayward could have been making that up. Maybe he wasn't, but that's what Hayward's saying to the audience. Hayward's saying to us that Vision didn't want to be brought back. It was it was in his will that he didn't want to be brought back and used as a weapon potentially. So who knows if that that's real or not? But we're gonna jump jump right back into the episode. She emerges. Wanda emerges from the static field with the drone and warns Hayward to leave her alone. That sequence, ooh, we see yeah, we see the the field, you know, uh, um, break apart. Wanda goes through to the outside world, to the sword encampment, if you will, and you know she's in her get up her classic Scarlet Witch outfit, her Zakovian accents back, and she's scary, man. She's dragging the drone behind her, and she's like basically like that's not very nice. Like how could you? You know, leave me alone, you know. And they have, the sword agents have their guns drawn on her. And she's scary, man, in this sequence. Um, Elizabeth Olsen just crushing it. Crushing, absolutely crushing it, man. She's owning this role. And she's so scary, though, in this sequence, how she plays her. The bat, Like, she goes from, she can go from being campy to being dramatic to being... It's just how she plays all the f- different facets that she's required to play from an acting standpoint, man. 
anyway, this sequence is crazy good. And she uses, she, Monica tries to intervene and, you know, you know, I know there's good in you, you know, classic line. I know, like, I know, I know that you're good. I know you're hurting. You know, what do you want us to do? She put in, Wanda's response is like, you know, I want you to leave us alone. Like, this is, this is what, this is what she wants. You know, she has everything on the other side of that barrier. You know, she has vision, vision's back. They have, they're living this idyllic life, you know, that's what she wants. That's her, the love of her life. So, um, and then she, she uses her abilities to have all the controls, all the sort of agents to have their guns and all of a sudden their guns draw on Hayward, all of them. And, um, and at that point, Wanda crosses over to the net outside the barrier and goes through the energy the static field again. And we see this red field, this red, this red, um, she does something. And I think it wasn't spelled out for us what she was doing, but I'm pretty sure what she did was, um, was made it so that no one can cross that barrier. No human, no, no one else can cross it. Nothing can cross that barrier now. Um, but that sequence was, again, was scary, man. It was villainous. It was very villainous um, sequence, as far as I'm concerned. Like, eesh. it was intense for sure. Um, so moving, jumping back into the episode, we have Sparky. Sparky uh, unexpectedly dies. The dog that they adopted, if you will. Sparky dies. The boys are like, you can bring her back, though, Mom. You can bring her back. You know, I know we know you can. And she, you know, she chooses not to though. She she definitely could. She's powerful enough to bring Sparky back. Maybe she won't at a later episode, but she she chose not to, at least in this episode. And Vision in the kitchen now. Here we go. Vision Vision confronts Wanda about what's going about her actions, about what she's doing to this town, about controlling this town. He's like he's like opens up with like I talked with Norm, you know. I need you to stop controlling these people. And she's like, she's like, you can't control this whole town. She's like, why can't I? Or can't I? And then she makes the credits roll because she wants to end the conversation. You know, it's funny. They they keep talking. And it's like, no, we're not. We're going to keep talking. We're not having work. You can't just do that. Like, stop. We're, we're having this conversation right now. Um, And th- this is very interesting because... She doesn't know how this happened. When she says that, she's like, I don't know how this started. I believe her. I choose to believe her. Like, I don't think she does know how this happened. Now this, I don't think she created this barrier, this field, but she's, now that she's in it, she she loves it, you know? And people are theorizing that it's Mephisto, which I don't know a whole lot about, because again, I'm not a comic reader, but Mephisto is a villain. He has magic. He plays a big part in House of M, in the House of M comic line. But again, I haven't read House of M, so I'm going to have to do my research on him. But that's a lot of comic readers are thinking that it's Mephisto who, who's manipulating Wanda. And um, and I do, when she says, like, I don't know how this started, I do want to believe her. Vision doesn't believe her, though. If, after all he's seen, like, she may not have started the war, like, may not have started may not have created this barrier, this world, if you will, but she is controlled. She does, she 
is she is um controlling these townspeople i mean she she admitted it to vision in the kitchen there so she knows what she's doing at the same time and again she likes she wants to stay there you know she may not have created that world she wants to stay because in this world vision's still alive you know she brought she she took his corpse and just creepy she took his corpse and reanimated him like pet cemetery <laughs> um style um and then in that moment the doorbell rings and guys the doorbell rings and we see that you know elizabeth olsen's wanda opens up the door and we have a close-up on her face we don't see she's shocked her face says it all we don't see who the person is yet then we cut to to the outside world to the sword agents we see darcy look at the screen look at the tv screen and stare like and it cuts back to vision you know getting up from the couch walking over to the door he's like who is it wanda and we see the camera pan to behind his head and we see the silver locks and in that moment i realized like oh my god they're doing quicksilver himself but it's not this is the crazy thing it's not aaron taylor johnson's quicksilver from the mcu who played pietro who played quicksilver in you know uh avengers age of ultron who played her older brother who played not her older brother her twin who played her twin and Avengers Age of Ultron. No, it is Evan Peters Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. Um, which is just... This is just crazy, man. Evan Peters Quicksilver, who was amazing in X-Men Days of Future Past. Um, just crazy, man. So... Um, and Darcy... <laughs> Darcy knows that Pietro has been recast. You know, because uh, it's not again. It's not Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver. It's not. This is Fox Universe's X Men Universe's Quicksilver, Evan Peters, who played him in a couple movies there, and it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, what does this mean? Does it mean that you know some people are theorizing that Wanda opened up the the multiverse? And brought him there. I don't think she brought him there, though. I think they brought the horizon that's Mephisto in disguise. That it's he's playing a different character. I think it is Quicksilver, though. I think I'm going with the theory that she opened up the multiverse somehow and didn't realize that she did. She's powerful, man. I mean, so maybe she did, which is just wild, just nuts. That ending, man. That's and that's what it, the episode closes on. Um. Evan Peters Quicksilver coming into the house and going, who is this popsicle? Talking about Vision. And because uh, he's in his he's in his true form. Um, he's like, who is this popsicle? And it goes to credits. Uh, it's just crazy, man. Way to end an episode. It was like, mic, like a mic drop moment, you know. Um, can't wait for the next episode. Can't wait for next Friday. You know, it was kind of nerve-wracking that they're making him weekly. Because I'm a binger. I wish they would have dropped all nine episodes you know, on Disney Plus one day. But this is better. Gives me something to look forward to every Friday. And I actually stayed up till 3 o'clock in the morning. 
today on the East Coast in Northern Virginia to watch this episode. I was so excited for the new episode. After the way the fourth episode ended, I'm like, I'm staying up till three until it launches, the episode launches, and that's what I did. Um, it's crazy, man. This episode was nuts. Um, but so good, man. A sequence, which I kind of skimmed over, the sequence where Vision and um, Wanda are fighting, man, in the family room. Um, Paul Bettany, man, his acting was phenomenal in that scene. Now they're going back and forth. Both of their performances are phenomenal in that scene where they're arguing. It's like, I can't remember anything. That's the thing. He can't remember anything before his life in Westview, it seems like. Just like, uh, that's, that's creepy. Um, but yeah, the way he's like shouting at her and so angry, you can see it in his face. He's so angry with Wanda. Cause like, I need you to stop this. Like, stop doing this to these poor residents of Westview. Anyway, so, and then we get a commercial, you know, every episode we get a commercial. And this commercial, um, we have Lagos paper towels. Like, it's very much like a bounty commercial, you know, someone spills something and, um, you get, you know, the classic, you know, them cleaning up the spill. You have two different types of paper towels. One that's sturdy, one's that one that's break that 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 doesn't that doesn't soak up the liquid as well. You know, classic, you know, classic paper towel commercial. And the brand of paper towels is Lagos. Now, of course, for all you MCU fans out there, Lagos, Nigeria was in Civil War, was was featured in Civil War, and it's where Wanda inadvertently, by total accident, killed those people in Nigeria when she was trying to control and Crossbones was blowing himself up, trying to take Captain America out with him. She controls the blast radius, raises Crossbones up and throws him into a building. Um, she was trying to divert him so not to kill anybody, but by doing so, she killed people in a building that was nearby in Lagos, Nigeria. So that was a nice callback to that. But guys, that is it for this episode of Cam on Camera. Again, this was episode five of WandaVision on a very special episode was the name of the episode. And it was a great one, guys. These episodes are getting better and better. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And again, if you guys can possibly, I know we're living in tough times right now, rough times. And if you don't have the, 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 the means to do so, you totally don't have to. But I would love it if you guys could possibly go to anchor.fm and help support this channel in any way financially that you're able. I would greatly appreciate it because I want to be doing this full time, guys. I want to be doing this full time. I love doing this podcast every other day or every day sometimes in some cases and i would love to be doing this full time so if possible if at all possible if you guys could show me some love financially if you can't i totally understand it and thank you guys so much for listening to this special episode of cam on camera thank you guys so much and have a blessed day take care bye